This is Motivated with Liberty. Hello, everyone. It's Liberty here, and this is season four of Motivated with Liberty. Surprise! I'm finally back. It is December of 2022, and I have not recorded an episode of Motivated since August. And for that, I am truly sorry. Um, But I think once I tell you all the things that have happened since August, and the cool part is all the things I've learned that I can share, I think you'll understand. So officially, welcome to season four. It was an unplanned hiatus. I had definitely planned to share tips about traveling while eating healthy. And if you follow my keto recommendations, a lot of keto suggestions and tips. Um, But life got in the way. (laughs) Let's see, since August, I've traveled to five different countries. Not exactly sure how many states. Uh, I did another semester of school. And I'm in the middle of finals right now, but I thought I'd take a break from finals to record this podcast. Um, And I've made some plans for 2023. Uh, I've lost some weight. I've gained some weight. I've redefined what keto means to me. And with all of that said, I can't wait to dive into the next 30 minutes or so to share some things that I hope will launch your new year into the stratosphere My goal for you is to find your balance, find your sanity, ease anxiety, and just breathe a little easier. Enjoy life. Enjoy the moment. Um, You know, I've got to say I am taking, well, I guess I can say I've taken a philosophy class in school. I just finished my final today and I ended up enjoying this philosophy class a lot more than I had expected. And the second half was about metaphysics and, you know, defining self and some other pretty deep philosophical uh, topics. But my favorite part of the class was the whole section about self and what exactly what being yourself is. And not in a sense of, are you being for real self, but are you even the same person that you were yesterday? Are you the same person that you were a year ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? And there's some metaphysical reasons why the answer could be absolutely no. There's scientific proven things, physically speaking, why you are not the same person that you were a certain number of years ago. And even mentally, emotionally, um, it's really cool. I suggest if you haven't taken philosophy to look into it, if you have maybe a little brush up because you may not be back in school in your 40s like I am. But the biggest thing I took away was a little reminder that we can change, that we do turnover, so to speak, metaphorically and literally. And at any given moment, you can choose to change. If you're stuck in a rut right now or you're feeling funky, you can change that. And whether it's your health or your general attitude, it's just a little gentle nudge from me to you. 
that any given day you can decide to shift that. So as many of you know who follow this podcast, I decided to make a shift back in the springtime and it was it was literally in a moment that I thought I am just over feeling a little sluggish. I'm over feeling not my best. I'm over feeling like this extra couple pounds I'm carrying, although some people would roll their eyes and say, what? What extra weight are you carrying? I think we all know that no one knows your own body like you do. And I knew that something between five and 10 pounds needed to go. And it wasn't my age. It wasn't my hormones. It was, I needed to make a shift. And little did I know that that shift would really change my life. It would change my husband's life. It would really shift us toward a better place with our health. And also, I think I've inspired some others to do the same thing. And I'm constantly learning. I love all the things I've learned. I can't wait to share more. But I just wanted to give you some insight into where I was in the beginning, where I am now. I you know, have traveled to Europe since my last podcast episode. And that really changed my mindset about nutrition. So I'll start there actually. Um, Back in September, so I believe it was September 7th, Ryan and I took off to our first stop of Germany. From there, we went to Switzerland, onto Italy, and we finished in the south of France. And my first thought about, well, not my first, but one of my first thoughts was, I am not going to want to eat low carb in all of all places, Europe, where the bread is amazing, you know, the wine, just food in general, not working out like normal, that kind of thing. And, you know, I kind of fretted about it and thought, oh, when I get home, I'm not even going to want to weigh myself. I just came all this way, super happy with the way I was feeling. You know, number one results for me when it came to eating lower carb was how clear my mind felt, how I was able to focus, you know, being back in school, I could, I could sit down with my homework and study and not feel distracted. I felt just so good. My joints felt amazing. I used to take Advil way more than I'd like to admit. And I essentially stopped needing Advil. Um, my monthly cycle, which is irregular from being perimenopausal, Um, It balanced out a little bit, but just my symptoms eased big time. Um, And and the list goes on and on. So I'd also worried that that shift would go the wrong way in Europe. And this wonderful, I mean, dream of a trip that came about because, you know, Ryan and Gracie had been in an accident. And if you listen to my earlier podcast, I did talk about it a little bit. Um... And we had been putting off this trip for a long time because of work, because of school, because of, because of, because of. And we looked at each other one day and said, life is short. You just never know. We just have to book it. So we booked our flights. We booked where we were staying and off we went. And you guys, I can't even explain how glad I am that we did it and how wrong I was to be afraid of what would happen with my new lifestyle. And the biggest surprise of all was that first when we went to Germany and Switzerland, which was the first week or so of the trip, it was pretty easy to you know be relatively low carb and we weren't really drinking a whole lot. 
you would think we would in Germany, but I'm not really a beer drinker, so not really. And in Switzerland, we were in the Alps in the middle of kind of nowhere. So we were you know, walking a lot and hiking everywhere. We were like up in the mountains and not an issue. But when we got to Italy and when we went to France, we literally ate bread. We started drinking wine very early or Prosecco and just kind of let loose of the guide, guide guidelines of keto. And I can't tell you how much I was dreading weighing myself when we got home, but I wasn't feeling horrible, but it was like, oh my gosh, I blew it. You know what happened and what has really made me a little confused is I came back home after three weeks, almost three weeks in Europe, and I had lost even more weight. And we followed up that trip with going to Canada and same thing happened, like even more weight. Like it was kind of crazy. I went pretty far below my goal. And my conclusion to that is in other countries, the food is much cleaner. It's just easier to eat clean. Um, though even like when you drink wine and so here in the U.S., the rules aren't as stringent. A lot of things are highly processed. So it really is a reminder to just be aware of things like that. Um, since that I've really, I don't want to say the word struggled, but kind of, I've kind of had a hard time getting back on track. I had lost quite a lot of weight, was feeling good. And then in the last eight weeks or so, I gained back that weight and a couple pounds, although I'm really happy that I'm still, you know, at a lower weight than before I started keto. I'm trying to find that balance again. And that balance that I think a lot of people eating low carb have to find where you can have some carbs sometimes. Like now it's the holidays. I want to enjoy the fun festivities and different foods and things like that. So where's that balance? So it brought me to where I am today. And in the last few weeks, I was introduced to a little monitor, my friend Therese. If you listen, Therese, I'm just so grateful for you. I met Therese at my bar class here in Carlsbad at Pure Bar, and she has had tremendous success with keto over seven years, but she's not quite where she wants to be, but she really has learned a lot. And Therese, you don't give yourself enough credit. She still has a little ways to go to her ultimate goal, but When we sat down for coffee one day, she shared a lot of her tips and amazing information with me that I hadn't yet tried. Maybe some things I came across and didn't pay enough attention to. And the main thing that Tree shared with me was about this device that's found, uh, I found mine on Amazon, called Keto Mojo. And this little Keto Mojo device I thought, oh my gosh, am I really being this extreme? But it's honestly not very extreme. If you're serious about something, it's time to measure, right? You want to weigh, you want to measure. When you're doing keto, how do you know if you're in ketosis? The only real way is to do a blood draw, which sounds crazy, but this little device has this little tiny prick. You can barely even feel it. And you can do a quick glucose reading and ketone reading and just tells you where you're at. So I might think, oh, I'm for sure in ketosis. But when I have my little reader say, oh, you're actually not, it just kind of keeps me real. Um, secondary to that, my my reminder to Therese in the same kind of category of measuring 
was sometimes the scale isn't really telling us the right story. Like right now I'm really into those bar classes. I go five times a week I'm spinning a little bit, walking, muscle, that kind of thing. Or if you haven't been working out and you add in working out, yeah, you're going to gain muscle and your water weight kind of fluctuates. So measuring yourself is a really good way to stay on track or frankly, you guys, I've just felt so crazy lately since coming back from Europe with gaining and losing and water weight and all the stuff, you know, you just go through in life. I would look at myself in the mirror and one day to the next and think, man, my thighs are twice as big as they were yesterday, which is crazy, right? But you grab a little measuring tape and kind of just put yourself back in the right mindset. My thigh is exactly the same size as it was yesterday or last week or whatever it was. So not only that, but if you've not lost the weight you thought you should lose, but you can look in the mirror, you kind of think you're looking better. You can use those measurements to keep you going. They're very motivating. So again, Amazon, I bought a measuring tape. There were actually two measuring tapes in a little package. I think it was like $4. So Keto Mojo monitor and the tape measure can really do some fantastic things for you for either, you know, starting off your new weight loss journey or getting back on track. Like I feel like I'm getting back on track, even though I'd only gained a few pounds. I think it's important to look at getting back on track as early as just a few pounds of weight gain so that you don't all of a sudden realize you gained 10 pounds or 15 pounds or 20 and you're way farther down that road. So, um, wow, that was a lot in the last 14 minutes. (laughs) I was trying to keep this short and sweet. I really want to hit a few things just to make sure I make an impact for you for your news resolutions. Um, Also, when it came to the big things, well, I should say little things that make a big difference. When I kick back up my keto focus, you know, after about six weeks or so, Europe made me realize I love bread, but I really had to rein it in the last two weeks or so. Um, I also had to remember that electrolytes are so important. So I know I have touched on that in the past, sodium, magnesium, electrolytes, but I had found myself getting raging headaches and found two natural fixes for the raging headaches. One was, oh yeah, electrolytes. So for my lemon water in the morning, I take my morning supplements with lemon water. I just added in some of my electrolyte supplement. Um, That made a difference. But also I've spoken before, but I might need to do a whole episode about the vagus nerve. And I read a book a couple years ago about the vagus nerve. It's V-A-G-U-S. And long, long story short, the vagus nerve is a major contributor emotionally um, and ultimately physically to how we can feel. And yet again, something I learned years ago and then kind of set aside was when I was getting these same headaches back in 2020, I read a book about the vagus nerve and there was an exercise in that book. It wasn't even an exercise. I shouldn't say that much. It's literally you know laying down folding your fingers together, resting your head on your fingers and moving your eyes to one side for 30 seconds without moving your head, bringing your eyes back to center and then your eyes as far the other direction as you can without moving your head for 30 seconds. And 
you feel everything in your body really relax. Like all the muscles that might tighten when you're feeling stressed, just relax. And the headaches I was having, gone. Just like that. So a reminder to you again, how I said at the beginning of this episode, I'm kind of bringing it back home. You have the power to change things. You have right now the chance to say, I know I can change things that aren't going my way in my life. You obviously don't have control over anyone else but yourself, but let's say you are getting headaches. Let's say you are feeling crummy. You can change it. So I will tell you that between August and October, all the travel was wonderful, but it kind of shifted me out of the groove I was in. And as wonderful as it all was, once I got back home, I was just thrown off. And I had to have one of those moments with myself that was just, I don't like the way I'm feeling. I've got to shift it back. And I have the power and the ability to do that. And just took a little research. It took a little remembering. Most of us know what to do. It's a matter of doing it. The last part to that is it also can take accountability. Another way I'm going to bring this episode back home is touching back on, you know, talking to friends about common goals and interests. And my friend, Therese, we also decided it didn't have to be intense or annoying, but some accountability to someone else is pretty cool. So Therese had mentioned to me she wanted to add in a little more working out and that she was going to start using her keto mojo monitor again. And she was going to measure. And just by telling me that out loud, I think made a big difference. And I said similar things to her out loud. And now I kind of feel like, okay, I want to be able to tell Therese, hey, yeah, I, I started testing my glucose and ketones again. And here's where I'm at. And I remeasured. Here's where I'm at. Hey, you know, give a nod, give a hug, give a way to go at class when we work out together. That goes a really long way. It doesn't have to be intense. And I've got to tell you, I used to be intense about everything. And this year was my year to release the tension. And now in 2023, it just keep on track. So, you know, this was the first year I was back in school. I can now say I have a few semesters behind me. I also got my real estate license in between those couple of semesters. There's some new beginnings around the corner. It's exciting. I'm in control. You can be in control. And it really starts with the little things. And even if you're not ready to go full keto, start to reduce your sugar. Figure out ways where you can maybe not give up your favorite things, but have less. If you need any accountability, any tips, any motivation, any advice, all you have to do is find me at Liberty Bernal Fitness on Instagram and send me a DM. I promise you I will answer. You can also comment on a post. You can email me liberty at libertybernalfitness.com. If you're local in San Diego, you can find me teaching twice a week at the beautiful Park Hyatt Hotel in Carlsbad. So there's a lot of ways to reach out. My whole purpose in this podcast is to motivate, inspire, and help you to be the best version of you. So that's what I have for you today as episode one, season four of Motivated with Liberty. Episode two is right around the corner. I can't wait. Have a wonderful holiday season. Happy New Year. And I'll be back at the beginning of January. Take care, everyone. 
thank you so much for joining me at another episode of Motivated with Liberty. Keep the conversation going online at Liberty Bernal Fitness on Instagram, Facebook, and at libertybernalfitness.com.